0: Welcome to a very special episode of the Communicate with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Luke Maxwell, and this time I'm showing you, or rather letting you listen to, a talk that I did at Palomar College. And in fact, today, I'm taking it, I'm editing, I'm getting all already out today, the day that I uh, spoke. I'm putting it out for you so you have it immediately this was to a class of marketing students uh, with a good professor friend of mine, if you listen to my past episodes, Mary Cassoni. I love visiting your classrooms and sharing my information. This particular um, speech was titled The Personal Branding Playbook where I take them through the marketing and the skills necessary to build your personal brand in the modern world giving practical steps the first steps that you need to take in order to build a great business we had great questions at the end I considered cutting it off just when I finished speaking but we had some really great questions uh, from some people who just had you know who wanted to fill in uh, what I talked about so at the end, there's a Q&A about 30 minutes in, and then that was the, that's the rest of the episode is the Q&A that I did. I had so many wonderful conversations. In fact, I have a, I have a full episode planned about the difference between this talk and the last one just because there's a lot of different – there's a lot of nuances and skills that I worked on to make sure that this talk – went well and I got a great response from it so if you were at the class hello thank you for coming to my podcast and listening and I hope you enjoy listening to my speech at Palomar College on personal branding.
1: Are you guys ready? So quick question
0: how many of you want to go into a career in Hands up. Hands up okay decent decent. How many of you are interested in owning your own business? Okay, yeah! Okay, I like this, this is good. Even if you're not interested in your own business, what I found is that by developing my personal brand, it has helped me get jobs in industries I had no experience in. In pretty much every industry I've been in, I have no experience in it, but I got the job anyway. Why? Because I knew my personal brand, I knew how to leverage myself and sell myself. I knew my strengths, I knew myself, and I knew what I wanted. So as uh, now, this is me. This is actually me, you can see me barely you know, up there speaking in front of 2,000 high school students a couple years ago. This is who I am. I call myself a public speaker first, entrepreneur second. I love public speaking. it's one of my favorite things to do, it's one of my favorite things to teach. And with the introduction Mary gave me earlier, right now six years, almost six years being like an entrepreneur, running my own businesses, figure out who I am, what I'm doing. It didn't start out of a good place. Only six years ago... Oh, yeah,
2: Here you go. There you you know.
0: want to, um, point it. There, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Suicidal, hopeless, unmotivated, anxious, depressed. Six years ago. What happened? How did I get to where I am today? Like I said, did not come out of a good place? I'm here today because I was so depressed, dealing with major depressive disorder, which I was undiagnosed with, I had no idea what was going on, through all my teenage years, that I finally gave up hope and I attempted suicide. And that pain, that realization, that survival, is what has brought me to this day. Because I didn't have a choice. I didn't, I, I, I didn't have an option. I had to overcome my challenges. I had to improve. And as I started sharing my story and I started helping people, I realized I couldn't stop saving and changing lives. I didn't have a choice. So who am I, right? So I'm going to take you through this. My kind of self-discovery, what I've learned, how can you apply it to yourself? Who am I? What is my mission? And how will I get there? Those are the questions you need to ask if you want to develop your personal brand and leverage that. Leverage that into starting your own business. Leverage it into getting that job. Whatever it is, knowing who you are and developing yourself will only be good for you. Can you read this for me? The key to building in brand is creating your unique story. Exactly. Thank you. Your unique story. There's so much, I mean, everyone, right? There's so much noise out there. How do you get through? How do you reach people? How do you touch people? So this is what I wish I had. Now, I took this, and I first saw this quite a few years ago, and I realized, oh, I had already done this myself just mentally. And what I saw was them listing your, what are your passions, what are your skills, and what are your market needs? And I saw that. And I went, huh, I feel like there's something missing. And I realized there was, because what had I done? I had taken, yes, my passions, my skills, and a market need and combined them to create something that's successful. But also i would taken my experiences, and particularly my bad ones. And I turned that, and I used that to turn it into something good. This is in the slides, you have that there. So don't worry about making sure you copy every single word down and then once you have an idea you do not exist in a vacuum none of us do we live in a world with what seven billion uh other plus people so you need to know not only who you are but who you're interacting with and i know you've, you've gone through this you know in some respect when it comes to marketing right who is your ideal customer who is your persona right that word shouldn't ring some bells if not you have not been paying enough attention in class. What do you want them to do? What action do you want them to take? What what is your purpose, right? What's your competition doing, right, some competition analysis? And then the most important part, the mistake that every single person, including yours truly makes when talking about developing yourself in general, and improving yourself, regardless of any kind of particular niche, what can you commit to? What can you set your goal to, Write your SMART goals, again, that should ring a bell, and then what can you accomplish? Because if you're like me, you get all excited about an idea, you go all in, and then you end up recording a video every single day all summer, then end up burning out. True story. And so this is an example of how I put into words for my own personal brand who I wanna reach. And so I put a picture up first, right? And again, this should look kind of familiar to you. And this is just an example, right? So who do I want to help? Well, here, I have a picture of him right there so I can visualize it. A human name, a I didn't, right? So I ask myself, when I'm creating a piece of content, when I'm recording a podcast, when I'm shooting a video, when I'm giving this talk here, and then filming it for later, I asked myself, would Brendan like this? And of course, none of you are Brendan, right? You may share one characteristic with him. But it's mainly for me to know, what am I saying? Who am I talking to? And then so you see, I gave some key characteristics. I gave him an age. I gave him a job, who he follows. Riley's Riley here, Gary V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, what do I do? I hear what are his pains? The pain is a really important part when you are talking about marketing to something. Where are they running from and where are they running to? What are the past pain? What is the current pain? What is the future pain? Getting inside their head that way is a classic way of selling anything. And again, right, we'll talk about pains. We want to be ethical here. We don't want to manipulate somebody and go, oh, you're not pretty enough. Here's something i will make you prettier. Well, that makes me kind of, feels kind of icky. We're talking about pain, I'm talking about legitimate pain. Because guess what, what I do is for the last six days, I have, this is my fifth talk, my, I've had two newspaper articles go about me this week. This week has been nuts. And what have I done? I've sat down. And I talk to person after person and person about their pains and what they can do to improve. Make it about them, we all win. What's their call to action? What do I want them to do? I want someone to contact me and talk to me directly. Schedule a coaching session. That's what I want. Because at that point, I have the ability to do whatever I want and help that person to the maximum. Because from then, I establish a real connection. I'm telling you this, giving you a little sneak peek, this is what I want from all of you.
2: I'm
0: giving you a peek behind the hood, because I want you to talk to me, because what happens? Right? If you talk to me, Riley, I'm able to understand what you're going through. I'm able to log, log that and say, okay, that's really interesting. Maybe I need to develop my expertise in this area. I'm able to give you legitimate help to achieve your goals to get further, because I've been doing it for six years and I've helped everyone from 12 year olds to vice presidents at multi-million dollar companies do the same thing. So I know I can do that, I know I can help you, and I know I can learn from it as well. And I know after that I can say, hey, go check out this podcast episode. i get you hooked on my podcast. And then, what does that do? It helps you further, it helps me further. We all benefit. That's my goal. I'm not here just to be like, hey, give me money, give me attention is I give it to you first, and then it comes all the way back around. And sometimes it doesn't, and I'm like oh, oh well, too bad. I gave them help, I'm happy, I'm content with myself. That's what I want. But here's the problem, okay? Competition, and now, again, right, I have 20 minutes, so we're gonna go through this, okay? And there's gonna be some pressure, like wait a minute, dive deeper. Hey, you know, if you want me to dive deeper, schedule a coaching session. But how do I make my voice shine through? This was my question. How do I reach people? How do I resonate? Because one, I have my unique story, right? Which no one else has, but I have to summarize it in some way. So how do I summarize it? It's in my mission. I want you to recognize your problems. I want you to overcome your problems, but then I take it one step further and I say, be unashamed. What does that mean? It means taking that pain of those experiences I talked about and turning them to something good. Using your past pain to improve yourself and help others who are there. Using your experiences, all the bad ones, and make them good. And that's something I've been doing for the last six years, is doing that. Being unashamed, sharing my voice, sharing my stories. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to tell you about my stories, about all my history. I can sit here and I have for two hours. I'll just give it two two-hour workshops on the same day. We're talking about my story, what I've learned from it. And that's how I summarize and that's my mission. I want to communicate with confidence. I want to teach you how to do the same. But how will I get there? Now, here's the real question, right? Because I love planning. I love it. I have made about five different life plans over the years, all of which, I mean, didn't happen because things change. If my life played with, according to right now, I'd probably, I don't know what I wanted to do when I was like 16 years old. Um, But things change, right? Plans don't always stick up. Sometimes plans may change. What really matters is the work you do to get there. So, it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. I know a lot of people. They don't know me, so it's not worth anything. (laughs) Who knows you? Just yesterday, I was at a press conference. There was about five other experts in the mental health industry. You know, it was a big thing, a lot of cameras and pictures and people giving you know, platitudes and stuff like that. You know what I did? Is I said, I want everyone in this room to remember me. So I went up there, and I spoke better than everybody else there. And how did I do that? Because I've spent six years developing myself as a public speaker. And you know what happened? I have one speaking deal from that just yesterday, and I have four more on the way. That's what happens when people know you. And that's why I love public speaking. I'm able to influence a large number of people, and I'm able to let a large number of people know who I am. So audience building, right? Marketing, of course, we're here. Where I'm going to mainly focus on this, but I'm also going to touch on networking and direct sales. Ooh, who loves direct sales in here? Who just loves, hey, you're going to go far. If you love sales, sales is the key, all right? But we're here in marketing class, so we're going to focus on audience building and we're going to apply that to networking and sales. Make it as easy as possible for you to get into this. So, easiest way to get started. I'm a huge fan of first steps. Taking that first step, doing that first thing, and then moving forward from there. Making it as simple as possible to start. Because it doesn't matter if you have a complex plan. If you don't do anything with that complex plan, nothing will happen. It's so much better to put yourself out there, make a mistake, than not put yourself out there at all. As long as the mistake isn't too bad. I mean, I trust all of you in here that you're not all terrible people. (laughs) But how do I start? Okay, so content categories is an easy way to simplify your vision. So for me, my own personal brand, what do I want, what what do I know, and what do people want to hear? Well, one, confidence. If I have something related to confidence in the title of anything that I do, it immediately does better. Why? Because we're living in a world of a lot of people dealing with insecurity. Everybody does. And so everyone can learn how to be more confident. And so it's one thing to know. And to see, what did I do? Is for me, the way my brain works, and again, this is why it's important to do, not necessarily just to try to plan and replicate, is that I knew that if I use words to describe, I want to visualize what I'm doing. So I say focusing on building physical, verbal, and interior confidence through inspiring quote graphics, instructional videos, and epic pictures. A little dramatic, I know. But that's what helped me visualize it. So what I say is, will Brendan like this? And then is this really living up to the category? Or is it just a lame picture that I took? It's kind of blurry and shaky and doesn't really represent me that well. And then communication, duh. (laughs) And see, for me, communication takes so many wide variety, right? Public speaking, interpersonal communication, writing. This is the big category, the thing which I have so much to talk about and not enough time to talk about it with. And again, right? Very dramatic, right? Showcasing the raw power of speaking through pictures. I have fun with this. And then, business strategy. Now this, interesting to say is the portion, the content category that does worse. It's, it's the worst performing content category out of the three, with confidence being the first, communication being the second. So why would I do this? Why wouldn't I just focus on communicate with confidence? Because I know, first of all, I know that this information, it's valuable. It also shakes things up a little bit. It shares that part of me, it's an outlet for me to speak. And that's how, I mean, that's how all this started, was me just with Mike in the room and saying, I wanna talk about stuff, I'm gonna start a podcast. So I did a daily podcast for a month or or two, got my episode number up, learned how to do it really well, and then I kind of scaled back, and I only do it three times a week, except in the last month when I've literally been speaking and running around up and down all over, um, driving way too many miles. But some examples, okay? So what does this look like? So this is something I posted um, just last week. I was at a conference, and um, I forgot a very important piece of my camera equipment that uh, keeps my camera on top of the tripod. But I promised I'd film this event for a friend. So what did I do? I improvised, I adapted, and I overcame. And then so I wrote this, you know, a little bit of wordy, you know, like a paragraph or two, um, you know, it's broken up, about you know, adapt, improvise, adapt, and overcome, inspiring you to move forward, right? Not to say, oh well, I don't have this, oh well, too bad. I don't want to like mess up. It's taking that risk, knowing my limits, and then Overcoming and guess what it worked out This is an example. Hey, that looks familiar Who's that? (laughs) Example of communication and this is when I had your lovely professor on my podcast And we actually filmed it in uh, her office, which is really cool To talk about how do you teach? How do you communicate information that maybe someone doesn't want to hear? And then business strategy, right? This is an example of, you know, quote graphics. So we have an image, a video, and then a quote graphic, right? The most underrated key to success, pure unwavering focus, right? Something to kind of get them in the mindset, be like, okay, you know, maybe I'll stop scrolling through Instagram right now and I'll focus on something. That's the hope. Does it achieve it? I have no way of knowing unless they tell me. So that's kind of the mix of content. And then the thing is, if you look at my social media, you won't see huge numbers. Why? Is because this is not the main thing that I do for myself. It's not really the thing I enjoy most in the world. It's really not. Social media is not my first love. What is? Is getting out, reaching people personally, personally interacting with people. And so because of that, that's what I focus on, right? They didn't even plan that, but it worked out. What do I want to focus on? I want to focus on talking with every single person in the world. How do I do that? I meet people and I let them know me. So it's important to know where does your focus lie, where are your strengths? Go all in on them and then supplement with things that maybe you're not so passionate about or maybe that you're not so skilled at. A friend of mine, my former business partner, really good at social media. So when we worked together, she did this for me. Now, again, where do we start? The goal is not to be perfect today; it's to be better tomorrow. Not to be perfect today, better tomorrow. Where do you start? You're like, oh, I need to post something every day. What do I post? I have no idea. Simple, Monday, confidence. Wednesday, business, Saturday, communication, done. Do that for two months, come back to me, then improve. Consistency is far more important than having just a massive stuff they just push out. And then again, right, I'm all fan. The first steps in streamlining, making things simple. So how do I make things simple? This is literally on my whiteboard. I love whiteboards. If you don't have one, get one, for like 10 bucks at Walmart. What is my prime piece of content? My podcast. That's the thing that I love most. So I'm going to focus on it. I'm going to build content for my podcast. But then what am I going to do? I'm just going to post it? No, of course not. In an ideal world, ideal world, right, we're talking about hours, time, energy, focus. I would take my podcast, I'd live stream it on Twitch, then I'd take clips of that and post it on Reddit. I'd turn that into a blog, which then I didn't take the image and the words, and I'd post it as a long-form post on Instagram, because guess what? That does really well. I'd also post out on Medium and LinkedIn, post the exact same thing, just across different platforms. I would take quotes from it, turn it into quote graphics. I would take the video, put it on, I'd put the full video, YouTube and Facebook, take clips of it, Put it on all platforms. Ideal world. You want to guess how many times I actually do all this? (laughs) I've actually done it once. (laughs) Mainly just because of the live streaming factor. I was like, nope. (laughs) This is way too much to mess with right now. I just don't have the time or energy to deal with it. But most of the time, I'm able to pretty consistently hit most of the video. The blog takes more hours. So if this is important, I'll build a blog post out of it. If not, maybe it's not the most important content piece. I'm going to focus my energy on sales. So that is content.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. There we go.
2: <laughs>
0: tools that I use. Do I pay for all these expensive, fancy things that cost you of know, dollars No. Free tools are my life. I barely pay for anything. <laughs> what do I use? Canva for graphic design. Pexels for the best free um, photos that you can use anywhere. And then Hootsuite to schedule out all my posts. And guess what, I use this for my paying clients too. They pay me to do this, I do it. I don't pay anything for the software. And then all hashtag, I mentioned that there. That's where you can find you know hashtags to use. If you want to put in like photography or marketing, it'll give you a list of hashtags. You might go along with that for Instagram mainly. Please, please don't, don't um, hashtag bomb Facebook and Twitter. Like keep those to a minimum. Facebook, what are hashtags even do, right? So um, Instagram, best place to use hashtags. Use them all. You get thirty options. Use them it all. It's primary real estate, right? So that is the beginning, right? That's how you step in. Take that first step. Then once you do that and you're consistent with it, then you come back to me and tell me that you want to improve. But first, you have to take that first step. Marketing sales, you don't get anything if you don't ask for it. Yesterday, you know what? I had that thought, because I'm a huge introvert, okay? I wear out, like, after this, I'm gonna go home, I'm probably gonna take a nap, okay? When I'm in social settings, I wear out very quickly. And so at that press conference, we went through it all, we did it. Afterwards, I was like, I kinda just wanna go home. I have like an hour and a half drive, I'm tired, probably in that traffic, it's hot, and so I'm like, I might just drive home? Then I'm like, you know what? There are people in here that could make me not only make me so much money, but impact that have the impact that I could have through them and their audiences and their organizations. It's massive. So I had to ask. And You know what I said? I walked up and I said, "Hey, you know, they just saw me speak, so they're already impressed." I walk up them and say, "Hey, you know, so so oh yeah yeah, yeah you do that. I want to. I'm I want to come speak to your speak to your organization. When's a good time? You know, let's talk about it." They're like, "Oh yeah, sure, let's do that." Whereas if I said, oh, you know, like, oh, I do that, you know, here's my card, thanks, you know, I don't want to bother you, you're not going to get anything for that. You have to ask for it. But funny thing, my, biz- my former business partner, because we re- formed a marketing business, and she moved on, and that's why, you know, not it's Loopmaster Consulting. That was just me, and that's great. I'm happy with that. But we would go into sales meetings, and then she would go, well, they'd ask for the price, you know, how much would it charge for this? She would go, you know, I don't know, and I just, This is the price. This is what we're charging. Then you walk out of there and either you make the sale you don't or you hear about it later. You have to ask for it. You have to know your worth and then you have to ask for your worth. And Here's the thing, the great thing, like I said, building a personal brand online, it transfers into the real world because what happens? You develop a piece of content. You have that knowledge. You know exactly how to say what you just said. Either you did some research, and now you can use that. So you're in a networking meeting. You're able to spill that piece of knowledge if the, if the option comes up. Mm-hmm. I'm now on 91 podcast episodes, given over 100 talks. If someone wants to talk to me about public speaking, I know exactly what to say. Because I've said it over and over and over again. It's habit now. Use your previous content to increase your knowledge. You become the expert. I'm the expert in this room right now. Well, I mean, Mary, of course, you're the professor. I respect that. <laughs> but right now, I'm standing up here. I'm the expert. Yeah. And I know I am, because I've been doing this for a long time. And I've done a lot of it. You want to be that expert. More hours, of course, again, right? You've got to find out, what can you realistically do Draft out a smart goal. What is and the most important thing is time. Do you work a day job? Well, then can you work six to nine, or maybe six to ten, or six to twelve? How much does this matter to you? If not a lot, fine. I'm not going to judge you. I don't think everybody should spend 24 hours building a personal brand. I I don't think anyone should spend 24 hours every day. But it matters, how much do you want this? Because if you do want this and you're not doing it, I'm sorry, I don't believe you. And again, right, when it comes to sales, networking, I challenge every single one of you in here, this week, let's see, what's today, Wednesday? Next week, go up on meetup.com, all right? Today, find a networking group for next week, like I'm going and then go. And make them talk about themselves. Everybody will love you. Everybody. Because you know who loves talking about themselves? Everybody. Everybody loves talking about themselves. We all do. I know, I'm very guilty of that. Make it about them, you're already ahead. You're not selling them. Guess what? I don't hand out my business card right away. I hand out my business card after I'm done talking to them. (coughs) I make it about them. Cold calls, follow-ups, and connections are the sales. Trinity. Fun stuff. And see, the thing is, I love doing this. I love making connections. I love meeting people and then learning about them and figuring out, okay, how can I sell to them? How can I help them? Like, what's that combination? Like, figuring out all my head, drafting up a sales plan. I love that. Cold calls and follow-ups and not so much. <laughs> and the thing is, again, I put myself in a situation where I was forced to do this. I got a job as a sales associate at a digital agency here in San Diego, right? Just, I mean, not too far from here. What was my job? I had to make cold calls. And you know what? I hated it. Talking about someone who already deals with depression and anxiety, put them on a phone and say, call this stranger who doesn't want you to call them. (laughs) So what do you do? You know what I did? Is every single time I picked up that phone, I had that number ready, I pressed call, and I smiled like I was about to call my best friend who I hadn't seen in 10 years. Uh, Improvise, adapt, and overcome. Make it about them. It's about overcoming challenges, right? Recognize, overcome, be unashamed. You can be that brand. That brand that you see, that people, those YouTubers that you see, all flaunting around, flinging around their cash around all of their mansions, right? I'm not saying you're going to be rich tomorrow. I can't guarantee that you'll be rich like, like them, ever. I can't guarantee that you'll be the next Logan Paul, please don't. Please, promise me. Well, what I can promise you is that if you know who you are, you know where you want to be, and you do the work to get there, you will have an impact. If you turn your bad experiences into something good, you will have an impact. Because none of us are alone in this world. We're here with a bunch of people. The weirdest things happen when I share anything about my story. Not even the really, really deep parts. Just some of like the normal parts. It resonates with a random person, all of a sudden they're talking to me and I'm giving them advice on how to improve their communication and social media skills. And I go, what just happened? Why? Because I developed that personal brand. I developed that brand. I developed myself. And then what happened? I made people know who I am. And then here's the offer, call to action, right? You've heard all that. I told you in the beginning, this is what I was gonna sell to you. I told you in the very beginning, and when I say sell, I mean I'm giving you free coaching. Why? Because you're married students. And you know what? Not only can I help you public speak, not only can I help you, uh, I don't know, maybe figure out where, how to start your first business or increase, you know, get that first sale that you're trying to get, not only can I give you some tips that I've learned about social media, and all those little things I can't fit in, but guess what? I've taken Three of Mary's classes. I got, if I'm not mistaken, I got the highest score on every single exam in the marketing class, or is advertising one of them? Pretty sure it's marketing. I know, I know. Don't tell. I know exactly what Mary likes. <laughs> and you know what? That final project. I took that final project and I learned so much from it. I just made an entire podcast episode about my final project that I did for advertising. And I say, I mean we, not my team, that we did for advertising because it was so, had such a profound change on my life because I took it and I learned from it. And that is the best piece of copyright. In fact, if you go to my social media right now, at Luke D. Maxwell, you will find a little bit down you know, on Instagram. You'll find that video of me reading the copy for one of the ads that I created for the advertising class. The best piece of copy I've ever written in my entire life, hands down, no questions. I wish I could replicate that for some of my clients because I wouldn't be, you know, I'd, I'd, they'd be paying me even more money. Recognize overtime, be unashamed. I do this through my podcast. It's available everywhere. Communicate with confidence with Luke Maxwell. It's, Podcast places are weird, and so for some reason it's hard to find. I don't know why. So the best bet is you go to loopdmax.com. Everything is right there, and that is how you oh, I think that's the end. <laughs> that, that's the end. So that is how you build a brand. That's how I built my brand. Now I think do we have time for some questions? Of course we do. Okay. Good job some questions. Okay. Questions. Yes. So when you first were getting started with everything and you said you were depressed and everything, mm-hmm. when you first took that first step, what really got you to move forward and get over the wall of not knowing really on the other side of what you're about to get into? What really helped, thank you, Riley. Um, so for those of you who didn't hear, is, is like, you know, what helped me, get, helped me take those first steps, what helped me get past that wall when I was in that beginning, honestly, it was passion. Because what happened, and by the way, I have a whole, like, my testimony is online. Um, I can send it to you if you like to hear. I mean, it's a, it's a long story. <laughs> it is a really long story. Um, like I said, I spent two hours telling it um, the other day. Well, one and a half, let's be honest. So what really happened, first of all, was just like, okay, knowing, okay, this is my problem. I know what it is. How do I overcome it, okay? First steps like medication and therapy, right? Practical steps, things that I could do. And then I slowly got better. And I got better and better and better and I started refining that passion within me. And then all of a sudden I just wanted to do something. I felt that pressure within me to speak, to just do something. I didn't know what to do, right? I was 16 years old, I didn't know anything. I knew, I knew nothing about everything. So what did I do? Is I was like, okay, people write blogs, right? I oh, guess I'll do that. People make videos, I guess, I guess I'll guess i do that, and I did it. And the first video I ever created, it went semi-viral one random night, and now it's sitting at about 20,000 views, most of it gained within like, the space of a couple hours. I still wish I knew what happened with that. Um, I guess I'll never find out. Uh, but I guess people shared it, and people resonated with it. And then I kind of improved, and I started you know, messing around with social media, messing around with Facebook, and being like, okay, how does this work? How do I do this? How do I get people to listen? And then you know I added on social media, you know, going all the way to like Tumblr, Pinterest, didn't like pulling myself back because I got in way too deep. And then the big change was when I started speaking. And this is when I'm talking about how these these habits, these this knowledge, skills, they built because I started public speaking and I learned how to communicate. I learned how to take a story and make it interesting. I learned how to write better. I learned how to make videos better. All because I created one core habit, one core skill that I developed and I did. The first year of speaking, I think I spoke like 30 times within the space of the year. Roughly, I spoke around three times every single month in the space of my first year. And that was unbelievable for me because I was, you know, I was 17, 17 at the time, just turned 18. So I didn't know. I like, I was just like, okay, this is awesome. This is great. I love this. And then what happened is I found something I'm passionate about and I did it. And that's I think the real key thing here, that's why I'm talking about focus, is that what I did is I found my passion, I did it as much as possible. And of course I still have to do things like accounting and you know, stuff like that, that who likes? I mean, if you're an accounting major, I'm sorry. (laughs) But you know, I still have to do things I don't like because that's part of my passions. And I'm willing to do those things because I'm passionate about the result. So I would say that was a big thing um, was that be- I overcame all of those challenges because I wanted to get to that goal. I learned web design and started getting paid for web design because I didn't know how to build myself a website. <coughs> so that I would say that was the answer, yes. Um, do you have an opinion or
2: guess any advice for overwhelming
0: yourself with too many things, like if you're trying to do too many things? <laughs> yes, so what do I do? Obviously, uh, I, would say, I would say if I was speaking here, at the, I would say at the beginning of the last year or so, I would, be, I would be in a little bit of a different state, because uh, at that point, I was launching a course, writing two books, I think, at the time. Um, I was uh, speaking, I was doing press, I was basically doing everything, and it was way too much. And so what I did, one night, I was like, this is not, like, I can't, this is not sustainable i right? I'm, I'm not, it's not like, oh, I'm gonna work really hard, and then like if I burn out, yeah, I'm oh, a man. No. Like that is just, it doesn't make sense because all of a sudden you, you like you burn yourself out, then you can't do anything for a month. Then you burn yourself out again, and you can't do anything for a month. So what I did is I set, I took a step back and I said, Okay, what do I have to do to to live? Okay? I have to, and this is actually kind of the point where we split up the business uh, when a business partner left. Because it was something that we just didn't like doing. Is we didn't, she wanted to move more into copywriting, and I wanted to just keep things myself small and simple. I didn't really enjoy having an agency with a bunch of clients that I had to manage, and it just wasn't, it wasn't- I realized it wasn't my passion. So I took a step back and I said, okay, I need clients, because obviously it's income. That's my first, that's the thing that I need to do. And then what are my passions? Well I love speaking, that's another source of income. I love coaching, that's another source of income. I love podcasting. That's a small source of income. Let's be honest. <laughs> podcasting is not where you make a lot of money. And so that's why I did I took a step. And then everything. So like writing all the multiple books. I'm like, you know what? I can do that later. You know, everyone's like, oh, you need to write a book for credibility. I've spoken to tens of thousands of people across the country. If that's not credibility, I don't know what is. So like it was those kinds of things where I was putting pressure on myself. And all that pressure, I was, just, I was just putting on myself. No one else was really expecting that of me. And so through long talks, you know, with some good friends, uh, getting their perspectives on, you know, what, what do you see me as? What do you want, you know, like, you know, from this? What do you think I should do? Getting the outside perspective. And then cutting off all the things that can be just done later, that don't really matter right now. Because first thing is income, second thing for me is passions. And if those things, two things combine, oh, I'm doing great. And right now, that's what I'm doing. I have a couple clients. It's not, you know, I'm not running a massive agency, but guess what, I don't care, because I love what I'm doing right now. I'm surviving, I'm doing well, and then I'm speaking and doing all of that other things that I'm passionate about, podcasting, making videos, coaching, giving away free coaching. Even though I'm not making money from that, guess what, I love doing it, and that keeps me going. That's the other thing, is that by doing, by doing that, by doing that passion, is that that gives me even more energy to keep going. Yes?
2: Who inspires you?
0: Great question. <laughs> um, it's very, and that's an interesting one, um, because I've looked a long time for a lot of like great role models. And you know, like you know, like Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, and I went to a Gary Vee concert, and I made one of his videos, and you can see me asking a question, and we were like, me and my business partner, we were totally like, freaking out and like fangirling over him. Uh, but over time, every time I find you know a new person to like you know like follow and really like learn from, I'm like oh wow they're like my idol and all this stuff. I always lose interest very quickly because I'm just like okay well it's not it's not that fulfilling. And for me, it m- who really inspires me is every single person I talk to. I know that sounds really like cliche like I know it does. I promise that's like the truth. Is that you know I'll talk to like a thirteen year old girl who's going through the worst time of her life. I mean, I'm able to talk to her and see like, that, that hope, that passion, you know, those skills, that uniqueness. I'm able to see that and, then, and you know, sometimes I'll hear from them you know, three years down the line and go, this is what I'm doing now. And if that's truly what inspires me is, is really talking one on one and then seeing like, what you're doing, what your passions are, helping you get there, and then knowing that the world is now better. And that's what just, came, I just I just start like, you know, running down and doing all the dances inside my room. Like, that's what really gets me um, energized. Thank you. Anything else? I know you're going to cut me off and we need our mm-hmm. run I'm out of time.
2: So, you, interesting. So,
0: I'm going to ask myself a question. You know the biggest mistake I've made in marketing? You guys interested in that? Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Not creating an email list.
2: <laughs> biggest <laughs> mistake.
0: Because you know what I did for four years? I had about of to hundreds, I would say, of thousands of page views on my website. And you know what I did with those page views? Nothing. And I, I mean, I, I'm hard on myself, right? I'm a bit of a perfectionist. But I didn't know what, I didn't, I mean, I knew nothing early about my, I was still learning, I was still really growing. And I'd say for three, yeah, for three or four years, I had all those pages i had a massive campaigns, just tons of coverage, tons of traffic, And I didn't really do anything with it unless unless I had like a contact form, that's it. And then ever since I created a lead magnet, which just in the last like week, I've just been getting non-stop like notifications of people signing up, it's been kind of awesome. Ever since I started that lead magnet, immediately the first day I put up a lead magnet, I had a little pop-up, I I wrote an ebook that I think my audience would enjoy. You know, it was everything I did to overcome my depression and that you can do too. First, like couple hours, hundred sign-ups, and I was like, "What? Obviously, people liked this, because people were returning to my page time after time. You know, they were hanging out to people. People, you know, were, that work in the mental health industry would constantly go to my page for information and, and give it away. And then now that they were returning to my page, all of a sudden they saw something new. They saw, oh, I like this guy. I know what he does. I'm a big fan. I'm gonna put in my email. I'm gonna get this ebook. And it was just, it was the best thing. was, it was one of the best things I did." was I just I just, you know, pop up, ebook, first name and email. And then I get great responses. Like people think and the way I market, and I know I love, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of nice newsletters. But because I want that personal communication, I just write a plain text email. And I send it out. And you know the responses I get is, oh thank you for sending this to me. Uh, they, they think it's a personal, you know, message to them. And that is what I love because I'm reaching them personally and talking to them personally. So Biggest mistake I ever did. You An email list, it converts so well. It just does. You get the best reach, the best open rate, the best click-through rate, the best buy rate across better than any social media that I dare say. Most of the social media is combined is email. If you're doing it right, I should say, okay? It all depends on you doing a good job. Okay, anything else I know? Oh, I can't be analog. Who oh, am I kidding? <laughs> Anything else? Yes? When you were first starting out, when you were first creating your brand and marketing yourself, what do you think was the, the biggest step that people really started to see you, notice
1: you, and recognize what your skills were that really got that jump start to you being out there?
0: That is great. So, great, great question. And the real, I mean, I think the, the first big thing I ever did was my first TV interview. Uh, I, was like 16, I was like 16 or 17 at the time. And again, right, it's about who knows you. Because what happened? I knew somebody who knew this TV anchor who pervade my story. They wanted to do a story on me. And without they end up losing the footage, we have to do it all over again. <laughs> um, but that was a really like the first step where I was like, oh wow, people I don't know are going to see this. And the other thing was when I started getting emails from people I didn't know, when I started seeing likes on Facebook from people I didn't know, and I went, oh boy, <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? Like strangers are like seeing everything I put out now. It's not just me and people that, who know me, you know, or pity liking me. That was like the big like thing, that was a big like mindset realization was like, this is something that's bigger than me. It's not, this is not gonna stay small. And that was the realization is this is going to grow. And then that mindset would kind of help me position myself to grow. It's like, okay, I don't want to stay small, I do want to grow. I do want people to know me. And then the next big step was where I did my first talk. That was the biggest, that was the, by far the biggest thing that I've ever done, was that first talk. Um, and, and that just exposed me to so many people, it got me more speaking engagements than, you. <laughs> that one event got me more speaking engagements than any event I've ever done since, which is kind of sad. Um, <laughs> But, and I was I I would consider myself a bad speaker back then. That's another story. But it, again, it was it was putting myself out there to a mass amount of people, and there are ways to do that. I mean, and the thing is, you don't have to get booked at a conference. You can learn, like you have a skill, you have a story, you have something that you can share, and guess what? You can read about other people's stories, slip them in, and use them to highlight a point, and you can go to a networking group. You meet the person writing it, say, hi, this is who I am. They're automatically going to be impressed with you because you're not 60 plus, <laughs> which is the most of the networking you're playing on. Um, they're like, oh, you're a young kid. Oh, wow. You know, it's amazing. You're here. It doesn't matter what age you are, really. Like, oh, yeah, like, you're a kid. Um, and then you say, hey, I, I do this. I know this. Right, that's right, who are you, what do you do? I'd love to give a talk about a specific talk, and I'm gonna hit these points, and I'd love to give it at your next meeting. Then what happened, you just reached you know, maybe 20 people, and you got experience, you gained credibility, and you know what, you can film it, and then everyone's like, whoa, you spoke at a professional event, that's impressive. It's about building that credibility, bringing that knowledge. So I would say, yeah, putting yourself out and seeing how can I, how can I touch a mass amount of people, how can I reach people. Um, and that's just, that, was, that always goes through my mind. Um, and there's, you know, there's a lot of ways to do it, you can hack culture and go viral, you know. Um, that's a bit, that's a little harder, um, and that's why I like the really tried and true methods of, you know, meet somebody, make that connection, they introduce me to 10 other people. I just
1: wanted to make a comment with, I think, If I'm thinking about your career and how long I've known you, um, tell me if I'm right about this. Okay. It seems to me like based on your experience, which was initially a a bad experience, you positioned yourself as a mental health advocate, someone who could help others overcome mental health. Yes. And because of the number of talks and interactions you had with that, you then were able to make that jump into a communications professional, is that correct?
0: Yes, that is correct. Yeah, so thank you for highlighting that. Um, uh, For me, you know, oftentimes my timeline is all, you know, it's all one. But yeah, it's true. So, I mean, what I did is I, I learned how I got speaking engagements. People wanted to talk to me because my expertise was in teen mental health. I niched down. I need teen mental health. Very well, why? Because I was seventeen years old. <laughs> Who's gonna take me? I would. I got yelled at by teachers because they thought I was skipping class because I was in the back waiting to give my talk. You know, ever I would go to an event and I'd be talking to people and no one would pay attention to me. You know, the best feeling in the world, the best feeling in the world, is being ignored by all the other speakers at an event because they think you're just a kid hanging around there. And then you get up, and you speak, and you do a better job than all of them combined. And they go, oh, wow. Oh, that's a great feeling. <laughs> that, that feeling of, yeah, you, you, you discounted me a look. Look what I did. You know, I'm not just a kid. And that was, that's something, I mean, I still, I mean, people still think me me and I'm like, no, I'm not just a kid. I have this expertise. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and so that's just you know, that's something that I have always had to fight. But that, it really helped, because I just, you know, I got, I had my niche, people booked me for that, people paid attention to me, because I knew that, I studied, I learned, I knew myself. And then, I transitioned, I'm not fully, you know, I'm still doing both things, but then I took that knowledge, so I know how to public speak, I know how to teach it, and I did. I know how to coach, I, you know, I've coached people informally for years, let's do it professionally. I know how to teach. You know, it, informally. Let's do it professionally. You know, through the podcast, through education, through my public speaking course. Which, if you want to get paid to public speak, it's the best option. You know, for you, other than paying. You know, a lot of money for a lot of coaching sessions, <laughs> which will get you to a better place. Um, but it's an opportunity. It's something I created for someone who's like, okay, I don't have that kind of income right now. So yes, thank you. Hey, you're welcome. No, and I think that's
1: an important thing because you um early on when when i think riley asked what um got you over the hump or how you got out of that i think you realized well you know i do know mental health i'm in it yeah, yeah exactly it. and and um and i'm recovering
0: yeah.
1: and let me share that and talk about I can help exactly. people
0: and you know why i was an expert because i had a really good story i was willing to share it and i was young yeah there was nobody else doing that and over over six years of trying to find someone like me, I have met four. I have met four people out of the thousands who were who were like me who wanted who were teenagers or young, you know, not even some of some of them aren't even teenagers. Young adults want to take their story and speak well about it. It's rare. And that's how I broke through. As I found my unique story that most other people were telling. And you are an expert in yourself. No one else is. When you walk into a room, you are an expert. Right now, we're all experts in who we are. Now, how do I take that expertise? How do I make people pay for it? <laughs> right now, do it for free, OK? Speak so for free. Um, but that's the question, is how do I take myself and make people pay for it? And that, that's the question I would leave you with to ask yourself. So thank you. Everywhere, all the questions? We're, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm watching for that signal that I need to set so down. No, I'm and not giving leave. you a signal. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> we talked about the signal, I'm not even giving you one, um, because I think you're, I think that you have good information. Um, so if anyone still. I like mean, if you have any questions, I'm going to, I'm going to talk gonna to you more, I'm going to teach
0: out. you more. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. I have 91 podcast episodes. Some of them go in over an hour. I can talk. <laughs> 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 you want to your communication? You want to speak better? You want to speak with authority? You want to speak with confidence? You know what you do? I don't need this anymore, but anyway. First thing you do is take a nice deep breath, you stand up straight, you hold yourself with authority, and then you condense what you're saying to three points. You introduce it. So, hey, I'm Luke Maxwell, I'm here to speak about communication, confidence, and business. The thing about communication, you want to make sure that you're speaking openly, clearly, And you're condensing yourself to three main points. With confidence, you want to make sure you're standing upright, you're standing confidently, you move with power, and a little bit of just happiness, a smile, (laughs) and you want to make sure you commit to what you're saying, and not do the whole, and whatever, it's important anyway. Business strategy, you want to know who you're selling to, what they want, and what they don't want. And then you sell to them what they do want and how it will get them away from what they don't want. And that is how I've developed my personal brand. Boom! Was that a one minute talk? Two minute talk? Three points, introduction, conclusion. If you can condense what you're saying to three points, everybody will love you. Because if you don't go on and on and on and on about talking, and again, right? Like I said, this is my natural state. When I first started getting talk, because I, I mean I was generous enough to get in connection with, with someone who coached me, who helped me through this, and that's why I'm so passionate about coaching all of you, is that I would just talk and go, okay, your problem is not talking too little, talking too much. So here's how we brain it You have your outline. And that's and that's I mean that's how that's the basis of all my communication. When I'm telling stories, you have your hook which grabs them in. You know, And that night, after running four miles in a foreign country in the pitch black in the rain, I, I had no idea where I was or where I was going or if I'd make it back. Hook. Start back at the beginning of the story. And again, it's a true story it's a long story, I mean, I've, I've stretched out that story really long just to see, just to test myself and see how long I can make it. Um, true story about time in Poland, no food, rain, and... Over 100 degree, degree weather right after each other. That was fun. And so seeing about that, right? With telling stories. You have your hook. You start your story. The antagonist is a journey to Mordor, right? You meet your cast. Who are all, who, you know, who are the dwarves? Who is the elves? Who are, who's the hobbits? You know, who's, right? That's, I mean, that's storytelling. Storytelling 101 is who are you, what's the journey, and what's keeping you from accomplishing that journey? what different things are happening. This is, I mean, fiction writing too. All storytelling, all of it, is what's fighting against you. What are the struggles? Nobody likes a story that goes, yeah, we walked in, it was Tuesday, no, it was Wednesday, no, it was Thursday. And I was like, no, wait, what's your name? And then wait, her husband did this, right? Who likes hearing that? Nobody. You know what we do like hearing? We like hearing a story that hooks us in and then we're on our, the edge of our seats, waiting, barely breathing, trying to figure out, Gonna, wait, is this going to turn out well? Is this going to be a bad story? Are they going to surprise? Oh, I got past this point. Oh boy, this is even a worse point. Watch any movie, and you'll see the exact same structure in every single movie, where there's the hook brings you in. There's the setup, we we'll call it act one. I almost majored in screenplay and screenwriting. That was an interesting time of my life. <laughs> Scene one, the setup, you know, you meet. What, what's the problem? What's the journey? Who's the hero? Who's the antagonist? Then all of a sudden we get into real bad stuff. Things really start happening. All hope seems to be lost, and then we make it through. We rally together, and then we fight, you know, the main antagonist. What's the main threat here? Then we overcome it, we celebrate. Classic (laughs) storytelling. You want to tell a story, you put it into that format, got everybody hooked.
1: That's why, I mean, I don't know how many of you noticed, but the tile for the course and Canvas is a Seth Godin quote, and it says, marketing is no longer about the stuff you make, but the, do you know what it says? Stories that you tell. Yep. Yeah. And we've only, this, this is actually why I like Luke coming at this time, too, in the class, because we start that, and I'm so glad you said something about email Luke, by the way, because oh yeah. we didn't even talk about that. I swear that wasn't a Anyone
0: problem. who tells you email is dead doesn't know yeah. what to
1: talk about. So. Because it's an opportunity with, like you said, newsletters and other things where you can direct people to your story. Um, All
0: right, let me see what we're looking
1: at. Okay. Um, How about if I give you the signal?
0: Okay. (laughs) I'm getting getting the signal that we're out of time for questions. Thank you all. All I I will be passing on business cards. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm going to say, you want to talk to me afterwards? Come get me. Because if you don't, and no one comes up to talk to me, I'm going to leave. And then you're not going to have the opportunity to talk to me right now. Yeah. Right. I'm actually on campus every Wednesday, I do some tutoring with a friend, um, so if you're on campus on Wednesdays, I mean today's a Wednesday, um, and you want to meet up, shoot me an email, say hey, I want to meet up, I'm going to be here on Wednesday, and let's meet up, let's talk, awesome, right? Do I, do? I mean I do a ton of Skype and phone calls, sessions too. Go to loopdmax.com, and again, right, I'm going to go back there, I'm going to pass down all the, all the cards, take as many as you want, give them to a buddy of yours birthday present, maybe if you forgot if you forgot something. <laughs> here's, a, here's a free coaching session with this person that I saw in class. Um, but my, my real hope for you, state this information, find one thing to do, and then do it today. And I highly advise that would be that networking group. Just my little suggestion. Figure out who you are, where you're going, what you want them to do, and then go out, talk to people, Figure out if that is actually who you are and if that is actually what you want to do. So thank you all, and I hope you have a great rest of day.